I'm Heidi Harris. This is the Heidi Harris Show podcast. I do these a couple of times a week. You can subscribe anywhere you get podcasts or find them at HeidiHarris.com. This is inauguration morning. I was just watching the coverage this morning live of the president leaving the White House. And I have to say it's a very sad day for America. Now, it's not that I put my trust in any president because I don't put my trust in people of any kind. But it's just a sad day when you see what's happened to President Trump. There has not been a president in my lifetime who has suffered as much constant vilification from the press. I mean, nothing the man has ever done, he's been given credit for. Now, listen, I understand his limitations. I get it that he's egotistical. Hello, that's every president. I get it that he's a little prickly and a little more sensitive than he should be to some criticism and things like that. And I have talked about that over the last four years, responding to every criticism on Twitter and things like that. Of course, that's a waste of time, whether you're a private citizen or not. I get all of that. Believe me, I understand all of his faults. That's why he wasn't my first or second or third choice for president. However, that being said, he has tried to make America better. He has tried to fight back against China, against Iran, against the things that America has suffered from, including a lot of bad decisions made by President Barack Obama, who, like Biden, doesn't really view America as the best country in the world. Not that there aren't other good countries, but America is the best. There's a reason we have what we have, the tremendous prosperity and the tremendous freedom. Sure, there are countries that are prosperous, uh, you know, look at China and what they're doing now. But do they have the freedom we have? No, they do not. America is unique in that the people are able, through capitalism, to be able to create amazing things, and that includes amazing wealth. There's nothing wrong with being wealthy. I'm not a wealthy person, but wouldn't you rather live in a country where people actually can become wealthy through capitalism, and then they employ a bunch of other people, and it benefits everyone, right? President Trump understood that. President Trump understood that America be, should be strong. America should scare the enemy into behaving themselves. He understood that. He didn't get us into any wars, didn't get us entirely out uh, like I would like to have seen. But listen, he didn't do everything he said he was going to do like no president can. Aren't you glad? When you look at what Biden's going to do for the next four years or wants to do, I hope he can't accomplish everything he wants to. Our founders were brilliant. The problem with Biden and Obama and people like that is that they envision an America that is nothing like that of our founders. I mean, for Biden to talk about green power and, uh, and you know global warming and all these crazy things that we can't even change that will do nothing but affect America in a terrible way. That's all these so-called, whether it's Kyoto or the Paris Climate Agreement, all these agreements do is hurt America. Trump understood that. They don't help the environment. All they do is help China and India to spew more crap in the environment because manufacturing leaves America more often because of the ridiculous environmental rules. Now, listen, I want to live in a clean environment. I want clean air, clean water. All of that, of course. But you don't get that with the Paris Climate Agreement when we follow the rules and nobody else does. Same with Iran. You know, they want us to follow rules. They don't want to follow any rules. I mean, these are the things that President Trump tried to do for America. He tried. And the swamp rats did not want that, as we know. Republicans and Democrats, they really, for the most part, don't want to accomplish anything for America. Many of them have been there way too long, accomplishing nothing except staying in their seats. That's what they want to do. Trump shook them up. They hated him from day one. And I understand that the way Trump handled things was inelegant at best. I get it. I totally understand. But we're not voting for a game show host. We're voting for the president of the United States who is going to put America first. That's the important thing.
And look at the attacks on Melania Trump. I mean, have we ever had a lady more elegant in the White House other than Melania Trump? Okay, maybe Nancy Reagan, maybe Jackie Onassis. Other than that, she's gorgeous. She was elegant. She never set a foot wrong, as they like to say in the UK. And yet she was vilified every single day for the fact that she was married to President Trump. That's it. That's the only reason anybody hated her. She never did anything wrong. She never said anything wrong. She did the best she could. I don't think she wanted to be first lady. I can pretty much guarantee she didn't want to be first lady. But she went along with her husband because that's what you do if you want to stay married. Certainly all of us who are married understand that. There are decisions our husbands make and we go, oh boy, you're going to do that? <laughs> sometimes we're happy about it. Sometimes we're not. And sometimes they're happy about the decisions we make and sometimes they're not. But if you're a married couple, you support each other. I don't know the state of their marriage. You don't either. There have been a lot of things written about it. Who cares? Who cares? They're together. It's their marriage. It's nobody's business at this point. But it's just stunning to me how they just vilified him. The people on the right, the swamp rats hated him. The rhinos hated him. The mainstream media hated him. I mean, just a, there was nothing he could ever do right. Just today, as I was watching him leave the White House, I was looking for pictures online that I could use for my post on this on Facebook. And none of them that I could find. It took me about 20 minutes to find one where he was walking out with his head held high. Now, if you watched it live, which I did, he walked out of the White House with his head held high, stopped, graciously talked to the reporters, holding his wife's hands, talking about what a great honor it had been, all positive, all happy, happy, happy. All right? And the only pictures I saw online, at first at least, or pictures of him walking out, looking depressed. That's what they want. See, even the last day, they're kicking sand on him. They're never going to give him credit for anything because he wasn't what they wanted. Now, here's the question I have for everybody. What are the people in the mainstream media going to do now that they don't have Trump to hate? Now, Trump may come back in some form, and he's already said that. That's the phrase he used. He'll be back in some form. I'm not sure what that'll be. Will he start his own party? Will he start his own media company? I have no idea. I think if he started a media company, that would be a lot more successful than trying to start a political party because that would only siphon votes from the Republicans and we'd never have a Republican elected again. I think he should start a media company. Fine, that'd be great. Or something I've suggested on my show and in uh, previous podcasts, he should maybe start some kind of a pack, the MAGA pack or something like that, where people can donate and you can move the MAGA message platform candidates forward you find the people who are sticking up for what america represents what or it should represent that's what would be very effective i don't think donald trump's going to get back to the white house i cannot imagine a scenario where that would happen maybe mike pence in 2024 at least president trump was kind enough when he was at the andrews base today to thank president pence it's ridiculous that he's tried to attack him that's outrageous and i'm furious about it so there are things I don't like about President Trump. I'm not one who belongs to the cult of Trump. I don't think he's always right. I don't think everything he tweets is always right. He's been unpresidential in some of the things he's done. But the bottom line is the man did not deserve the constant criticism, no matter what he did, no matter what they tore him apart, never gave him credit for one single thing. And of course, I'm one of those people who believes he lost the election unfairly. I do. I think there were a lot of shenanigans going on around the country, and that's something that we certainly need to look into. And of course, the media, they have no curiosity about that. Like, they're not curious about Hunter Biden's laptop. They were curious about Russian collusion. They're worried about all those kinds of things, but they're not worried about anything like that. 
voter fraud. They don't care. As long as they get their way, they're not interested in it. As long as it fits their narrative, they're not interested in it. And I got to tell you, it was just depressing watching him leave today. Not because, once again, not because I put my trust in him, but because I know what we're in for. We're in for a rough, who knows how long, four years between Biden and Kamala. How, who knows how long Biden's going to be president? A month, a week, uh, four days, four hours. I mean, at least they put the crown on his head. They'll probably usher him out the back door as quickly as they possibly can. I'm sure they will. Who knows? But, and you got Kamala Harris, who frankly scares me more than Biden. And I don't know what kind of deal she made behind the scenes. I promise you the people are, you know, they had a lot of conversations and they said, look, if we make you the de facto president, which she will be, because we know Biden can't do it for four years, you've got to do this, 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 and this, and this. And I don't know if she will. I don't know what kind of deal she made with anybody, but you know she made some deals. We're going to be in for a very rough road for a couple of years. But as you will hear on a subsequent podcast, I had a conversation with a man I admire tremendously, Dr. Michael Brown, who has put out a column, and I've talked about this too, but he put out a great column about how a Biden administration might actually be good for the church. It might be good for Christians because a lot of people have been very complacent for the last couple of years. They're fat, they're happy, they've got money, everybody's got a job, it's great. And, you know, let's face it, when things are good, you don't re-examine your life. You don't look to God. A lot of times people don't look to God. They don't pray. They don't buy a Bible. They don't go to church. Bible sales are up now. All kinds of things are happening as a result of the fact that people are more concerned about what's going on in the nation, left and right, by the way. I can't tell you how many times over the last couple of months I've seen people at the park when I'm walking my dog reading their Bibles. I don't remember seeing that much in the past. I'm not saying it didn't happen, but I didn't see it very often. And now almost every time I go to the park, I see somebody either sitting under a tree or sitting at a table reading their Bibles. Well, that's great. So maybe we're in for a great revival because obviously under Trump, a lot of people turned away. Yeah, it's all good. I don't need God. Everything's going great. So perhaps a new administration will get America back on track because it's never about a president. It's about God. And no matter who the president is, we as believers have to live our lives as unto the Lord. I've been reading lately the book of Matthew, and I'm not trying to be pious. I should read my Bible more, but I've been reading through the book of Matthew. And you don't ever hear Jesus say, well, you know, I'd like to heal these people, but so-and-so's in office. Or what? You don't ever hear that. We have to live our lives the way God wants us to lead it, no matter who the president is. You can't let that bog you down. Perhaps we get on our knees more. Perhaps we're doing things for other people more. It's going to be rough. I'm not going to lie to you, but think about it. When you work out, how do you ever get in shape? You don't get in shape unless you push your muscles, unless there's actual resistance. That's how you get in shape, spiritually, physically, and maybe as a nation. So on this inauguration day, which I find very depressing because I think Biden took it, obviously, I believe he took it um, illegitimately. And that's very depressing to me. That's more depressing to me than a Biden presidency. If he'd run it fair and square, I'd have told you something different. If Trump had done eight years and then we went back to the Democrat side, I'd be bummed. But, you know, I wouldn't be as bummed as I am now. But I will live my life every single day the best I can. I will make the best decisions for my life that I can. I hope you do the same. Pray if you feel like you need to pray. Pay attention. Obviously, I'm not at all blind to the fact that it's going to be a rough couple of years. There's some things that are going to happen that are going to be really rough, hopefully not as bad as we predict. But either way, we're going to gird our loins, we're going to give it to God, and we're going to move forward as a nation. 
That's what I want to see happening in 2021. I'm Heidi Harris. Join me live weekday mornings, 9 to noon on AM 670 KMZQ for my radio show. You can find these podcasts at HeidiHarris.com or anywhere you get podcasts. Until we meet again, remember, you were created for a purpose. Here's Tony Scottwell. Thank you.